This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Maybe sitting isn't bad for you. A soccer folk hero. World's coolest mom. The Cubs and Hollywood. And Rick's brush with Dennis Miller. All that and unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. That is coming up right now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Welcome to Minutia Men with Rick Kempfer and Dave Stern. I'm Rick Kempfer, and Dave Stern is standing by on the other end of the Skype line. Uh, no, Rick, I am sitting. You're sitting. Yeah, <laughs> so yes. am I. I. That's pretty much my constant state. Uh, uh, you're northwest sitting. side of Chicago, right? Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Old Irving. Actually, we had a shooting just um, I dropped off. Actually, I didn't even tell you this. Uh, I dropped off my daughter, Lila, at her drama class or her her drama, her theater group. And there are, I kid you not, probably 20 cop cars up and down near Jefferson Park, where you used to live near Jefferson Park. Yeah. And um, there were like four helicopters circling the area was very remembering goodfellas yeah when yeah uh and someone had gotten shot um and there was there were all these it's kind of funny all these uh television cameras were out there too so i called dane and i said hey dane have you heard what's going on here in jefferson park and he's like no what's going on there's a well there's a shooting and then he's like ah we never heard anything about it so uh oh so <laughs> two five seven were all there but Dane, like, yeah, I don't know anything. Well, about. in fairness to Dane, he's on the political beat. Yeah. All right. But I uh, actually I saw that story in the Tribune. So that was kind of a big deal. Yeah. Did they catch the guy? Uh, I don't know if they caught the guy, but they, they were, there was a story about the guy who got shot. Um, uh, was it a gang thing? Do you know? No, I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. Of course, I don't remember. So I'm going to just start sounding like a, a moron here. As opposed to normally, where I'm very sharp, always on top of my game. Because uh, that's what Minutia Men is all about. And Dave, I think you have some Minutia to share with us. And it's about sitting, uh, by the way. Um, you know how there's been a lot of talk of late that the mainstream media um, tends to possibly fabricate news, you know, fake what? news. You've heard about this, obviously, right? Yeah, I have, yes. Well, there's a there's a headline here on CNN, and there's absolutely to to my last dying breath, I am going to I'm going to fight that this is true. Um, the headline: Sitting might not be so bad for you after all, Rick. Okay, <laughs> think about that. Oh my God, Sit- this is a dream come true. Right, sitting might not be so bad for you after all, and these British guys probably. I don't. They don't picture. I don't have could pictures you, of the could, before. Guy. Before you get into the story, would you mind just sending this to my wife? Oh, just, absolutely. And in, and in fact, I now have an idea that what we can do after this. But let me just quickly tell you the story. Okay. Um, there's a couple guys in Britain. Evidently, they're scientists. I said that with air quotes. Don't say, um, don't and say they, air quotes. This is it sounds like a legitimate story to me. <laughs> um, they uh, measured the behaviors of 4,811 British public servants, okay, um, that didn't have diabetes. And what they did is they followed him over a span of a couple of years. And these are guys that never 
really got up very often. They're public servants, and none of these guys had uh, particularly a lot of ener- energy nor activity in their life. And they had no more chance of getting diabetes than the guys that are running around doing stuff. All right? That's fantastic. That is, This is the best news I've heard in a very long time. Well, this gave me an idea. You know, with all these fake news websites out there, you don't really know what is true or what's not true. Why don't we create our own journal of medicine website okay we can call it something like i don't know like the boston journal of health sciences or something and all we do on this website we make it very legitimate looking we get a nice logo you know get some nice images a stethoscope and, yeah exactly <laughs> the, the 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 snake going around the whatever that is with the with a little know? asterisk and at the bottom uh, the the information provided on this website is absolutely untrue. No, of course not. You're not going to do that. That's good. What are they going to do? There's fake news all over the place. No one's getting in trouble for it. So we do this website, and all we do are fake news stories to to further the Rick and Dave lazy agenda <laughs> for our wives. What do you think? Good. All right. How about something about how belly fat? Uh, it's really uh, uh, sexually arousing to women. <laughs> exactly. Oh, perfect. That's page one above the fold right there. <laughs> uh, you know, what about this? You know, uh, porn increases brain function. Love it. Something like that. Love it. <laughs> uh, salami. You know, uh, oh, uh, you're, you're a big realize. salami fan. Create a salami headline, you know, uh, uh, whatever. Uh, uh, salami eaters are. Uh, um, hmm. Super intelligent or uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. Don't bother a man while he's eating salami or his head might explode. <laughs> In fact, don't bother a man unless he wants to be bothered. Yeah. Um, or how about something like uh, going to your spouse's Christmas party, you know, causes cancer or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Company Christmas party. You know, actually, I don't I don't mind going. I, I oh. really don't mind going to the to well, the, the uh, Christmas parties. You know, there's there's usually an open bar, and and you know I I am at an age where I don't really care anymore what people think of me, and I get a chance to chat with people, and and Bridget likes to kind of bring me out as a show pony, and you know tell funny stories and stuff like that, and it, it's it's enjoyable. Um, I've been to some horrible ones with Michelle. Um, she was working at an architecture firm and I don't know which one it was. Um, and they did their, you know how they do. You their, do remember which one, but you're not going to say it, which is smart. No, I, no. Th- there was a period in there that people or architecture firms merged and letters got, you know, and so no, I don't, I don't, I really don't know the name of the company, but, um, the, you know, they would do their wacky holiday Christmas video. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like that they did. And it was just so painful to watch because all the jokes are inside jokes and that was the and i'll never forget this was a christmas party a company christmas party that the bar was a cash bar oh boy yeah yeah so you're you know you're all chirpy when it comes to uh, company christmas parties when there's free liquor yeah well that's kind of key right Uh, you take that out of the equation and forget about it yeah so um but yeah so i think we're gonna start i'll start after the podcast we're gonna and if anybody has any uh, recommendations for different uh, uh, news, fake news, medical news that we can put on there and make it look all legitimate. Um, 
Well, there should be a whole section about baldness and virility. Don't oh, you yeah. think? I mean, uh, I, um, baldness, belly fat, uh, uh, skinny fat guys, you know, that sort of thing. Right. And uh, that you have to laugh at our jokes, even if they're not funny. Right. Oh, that's or, good. That's or good. Have a stroke or something. Or, you know, rolling eyes causes cancer. Right. Or or it, or or correcting your husband's stories uh, can cause uh, can be uh, punishable by up to five years in prison, something like that. Taking the other driver's side in oh, a traffic good. dispute. Yeah, yeah. Reaching over across your husband to hit the horn <laughs> causes wrinkles. Can can make your hand fall off because <laughs> it can. <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, I've driven with your lovely wife when she's done that, and um, she's a little aggressive behind the wheel, isn't she? A little even aggressive. When we, even when you're behind the wheel, she's a little aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Her maiden name is Hyde, H-Y-D-E, like as in Dr. Jekyll and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and Mrs. Hyde. Uh, yeah, and Mrs. Hyde usually shows up behind the wheel. And actually, um, and will now hit up, me with a frying pan <laughs> when she hears this because uh, she gets really mad at me when I talk about her driving. I'm a pretty liberal. Wouldn't you say I'm a pretty liberal guy when it comes to other faiths and religions and yeah. and uh, you know races? Although you put me behind a wheel of a car, the racist stuff that spews out of my mouth. Oh, I know. Is, I've, I've driven with you. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm making up like racist names for people. <laughs> Yeah. It's not a pretty hey, Jackie Chan, you want to move a little quicker? <laughs> we better go to the next segment before you start actually giving some actual quotes. Here we go. This week's minutia with Rick and Dave. I've got some minutia for you here. This is this goes to the soccer field. Which oh, I should also mention if you're sitting and you're watching TV and the things that are happening on TV are action, that counts as exercise. Right, and it's and it's no wear and tear on your joints either, so it's even better for you. Right, basically. put that on the website, would you? Uh, Sutton United uh, is a team in England. They have a <clears throat> substitute goalkeeper named Wayne Shaw, who is forty six years old and weighs two hundred and eighty pounds, and this week became a folk hero. In England, because they have this thing called the FA Cup. Have you ever heard of this? No. The FA Cup is is a yearly uh, tournament that involves every team in England, from the top, the Premier League, all the way down to the lowest leagues. And they play so like each other. The, yeah. So like the Yankees and the Durham Bulls. Yeah, right, exactly. Okay. It, it, okay. Yeah. And they play a, 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 you know, elimination tournament. And once you lose, you're out. And always it's the Premier League teams that end up in the final eight. But sometimes there's this, this team that comes out of nowhere that makes it into the, uh, into the quarterfinals. And this year that team was a team called Sutton United, which is a fifth division team. And like I said, Wayne Shaw is their backup goalkeeper. He's 46 years old. He weighs 280 pounds. During the week, he's the groundskeeper. You know, he like uh, waters the uh, field and stuff like that. Um, the reason he became a folk hero is not just because of his size, but because during halftime of the games, he's known for going to the bar 
and you during, mean the concession stands? I mean, goes actually yeah, the into bar the- at the field, you know, and, and goes and has like a and there's pubs outside the field, and he'll like go outside the pub and get some pints and then come back to the game because he's a backup goalkeeper. He probably yeah, doesn't have to but- play. He eats pies on the field. He eats pies on the bench. So he's okay. kind of like a folk hero. He became a folk hero this week when people watched him. Um, but then he stopped being a folk hero, too, because in the game, he was seen eating a pie. And in England, yeah. the bookmakers, they will take bets on anything. And apparently his buddies all got together and took out a bet on whether or not he would eat a pie during the game. And they were offering eight to one odds on whether or not he did this. And all of his buddies bet on it. And so did he. And the folk hero is no more. Okay. That's just wrong. I, you know, up to this point, I was totally on his side, you know, and then he has to go ruin it with some inside pie betting. I know he could have just been a folk hero and enjoyed his uh, moment in the sun, but he, uh, he no longer is. So about, I would say this is 20, 20, actually it could be, I don't know, it's 30 years, but like 25 years ago when I worked on the South side of case paper on my way home, you know, I'd leave at five o'clock and on my way home, I'd drive by comiskey park and i so one day i'm driving the, you know it's like i don't know five ten, and harold baines and it, this is a true story harold baines was in his full uniform in line at a hot dog stand right next to the ballpark i love it yeah but why not and, they uh, have to eat too yeah and uh in those days the socks were t- so terrible well like these days uh i'm sure their pregame spread probably pretty crappy exactly so the yeah. So the hot dog and fries probably was better than what they were getting. That was the era when Channel 32 sued the White Sox to get out of their contract so they didn't have to air their games anymore. Uh, well, yeah, and that reminds me of a story. Do you remember when the Loop had the Blackhawk games on? Yeah. Um, what is this? Probably 20 years ago, right? Yeah, Bridget was in charge I, of the tickets for the station. Well, this was this was after Bridget because I interviewed. Maybe it wasn't the Loop. Maybe it was a different station because I interviewed to be like the Blackhawk um, sales rep. Oh, in the uh, in the really dark days when they were oh, it terrible, was just horrible, and that was the Blackhawks were paying. It may not have been the Loop, whatever station, a million dollars a year to carry the games. Yeah. The Blackhawks and, and I'm like, yeah, they're never going to get good. I'm not taking this job. Yeah. And then, of okay. course, four years later, you could have made a fortune. Yeah. Well, yeah. whatever. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, go to our next feature. Uh, I've got some audio for this, too. You're listening to Minutia Men featuring the wacky exploits of your good pals, Rick and Dave. Give them 22 minutes and they'll give you absolutely nothing of value. So nothing of value is promised. Can you deliver? Oh, uh, hook, line, and sinker, my friend. Do you remember college, Rick? You never think about college, do you? <laughs> we seem to talk about it every week. <laughs> well, here, and do you remember going home, I don't know, on weekends or for holiday weeks or whatever? You know, I, I mean, once I left for college when I was a freshman, I barely came back at all for the next seven years. Yeah. Uh, but there were times that you'd go back and you'd get pampered by your parents, right? Do you remember those days? I, I didn't. I once I went away to college, I almost never went home. <laughs> but yes, I do. I remember that. Well, evidently, there's a kid um, in uh, Pennsylvania. His name is Connor Cox. Okay, C O X, and he went home 
for a weekend to visit mom and dad. And evidently, um, Connor's mom asked him to take out the trash once. Okay. Yeah. While, you know, while he was there. Well, Connor was too busy, Rick. You remember yeah. those college days, right? Uh, you, you're, you're living free, and then you yeah. come home, and the man is keeping <laughs> right. you down. Right, exactly. I cannot deal with this. <laughs> uh, I, I remember once my mom asked me to go to the post office, which was like two blocks away to get a stamp. Yeah. Hey, I need some stamps. I remember thinking, worrying about that the entire day, going, "Fuck, I can't do this. <laughs> I gotta walk all the way two two blocks to get a stamp." I, you know, my uh, my two older sons are working now in in addition to going to school, and so they feel like their plate is full. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I talked right. to Johnny. Hey, uh, Johnny, can you uh, set the table? I have to work tonight. <laughs> right. Like, it's gonna take you eight seconds to set yeah. the friggin' table. But, but I was the exact same way. Yeah, I was yeah. too. I was too. Well, evidently, Connor is is just like us, and his mom asked him to take out the trash. He didn't do it. So he goes back to college, and like three days later, he gets a package from mom. Okay? And he's pro- he's thinking, oh, look, mom sent me a care package. Maybe there's some Rice Krispie treats in here, you know, maybe some Milky Ways and Paydays, you know, uh-huh. with a new formula. <laughs> and, um, well, no, guess what uh, Connor's mom sent him? I don't know what the trash that he was supposed to take out. Oh, I love it. Right. Just I love this lady. So he opens up and he posts it to posts it to, I don't know, Instagram or Snapchat or whatever. So she sent the picture is hilarious. There's like like an egg carton in there and there's like a soda pop and there's just just crap. And, you know, soot. and uh, so he gets the, he <laughs> Coffee gets the grounds. Yeah. <laughs> So you and and so that's um, mom of the year, you know, kind of warmed my heart a little bit that there's still good parenting. This is great parenting. Don't you think that that would make you laugh if you're the kid even? You know what I mean? Yeah. And he obviously thought it was funny enough to post it on Twitter. And uh, and he even said something like she's a real good mom with a good sense of humor or something like that. What I do, I I don't. My kids are not away to school and I'm starting to think they're never going to leave the house. But uh, what I do is when they leave dishes around the house, which they do all the time, I just put them on their pillows. This is the my, dishes, the, the dishes, dirty dish. the dirty dishes. And you know where I learned that trick from your parents, from my roommates in college <laughs> who used to do that to me all the time. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Well, you know that you must have been an unbelievable slob when other guys thought you were a slob in college. Well, you know, I was the oldest, so I was a kind of a pampered kid. I'll be honest with you. My mother took care of everything. I I remember thinking I, if I was putting uh, something in the sink, that was taking care of it. You know what Above I mean? Above and beyond. Right. I, I put it in the sink. And <laughs> right. and my roommates would be like, hey, what do you think happens after the after the dishes are in the sink? Well, I don't know. They get washed. Yeah, they get washed. Who does that? Oh, I guess you guys are doing that, huh? <laughs> I mean, that's how clueless I was. I, I and, and I was pretty pampered, too. I was the youngest, actually. So I guess if you're the oldest or the youngest. Uh, and I remember I was home one of these weekends or during the week, spring break or whatever, and we had dinner. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to wash the dishes because my mom put them in the sink and was going to do it when she got back from work. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do the dishes. I'm going to be responsible. You know, I'm 19. And I did it. 
And she comes home and she goes, well, where are the dishes? And I'm like, well, I washed them. And then she went to the cupboard and looked at them. And she's like, this is not washed. This is not washed. This is not washed. So she just ended up doing it again. So that was the last time I'm like, I'm not, I'm not contributing. Yeah. You know, I got a funny feeling that this is not how it is for girls. Uh, well, my girls are not particular. Well, granted, they're, well, Lila, the oldest, not a big contributor. She's a taker. Is that right? Yeah, she's definitely a, a taker. And the twins are still, I mean, they're 11, though, so they, they need to be stepping it up, too. It's uh, time. It's time. Right. Just um, like it's time for uh, our Just One Bad Century segment. Well, well, that was a radio segue for the ages right <laughs> Thank there. You. Here we go. Time now for a collection of Cub Geekness. This is Just One Bad Century with Rick and Dave. So the Academy Awards are this weekend, and... Uh, Dave and I are huge oh. Academy Awards buffs. Never, oh. never miss it. Um, but I did, you know, in my years as the Just One Bad Century editor, which is now almost 10 years, Dave. Do you believe that that website's been up for 10 years? What uh, could you have done with all the time that you oh have spent researching, like, Sweet Bread Bailey or whatever? Yeah. The You know, the... Yeah. I could be. Uh, I could have cured cancer in these last ten years if I had applied my skills into some sort of a, a valuable way, mm-hmm. but I didn't. And one of the things that I did was go through all the connections the Cubs had to Hollywood. And there are, if you go to justonebadcentury.com, there's a uh, there's a feature there called Hollywood and the Cubs, which I recommend you check out because I've got clips from every movie that uh, featured the Cubs or have are somehow Cubs-related. There's uh, television shows. There's all sorts of things. But I think my favorite connection to the Cubs and Hollywood, other than Ronald Reagan, which I mentioned last week, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is the Marx Brothers, which I never knew were Cub fans. I thought it, they were from New York. They are originally from New York. But when... Um, uh, when World War One started, the uh, and actually they had moved to New York to Chicago by 1909, uh, but they were living in Chicago on uh, South of what is now Martin Luther King Boulevard. Uh, when World War One started, it, the president of the United States, Woodrow Wilson, uh, made everyone. Uh, uh, what do you call that when you have to go into draft? The, it's, yeah, but there's a subscription or I want to... Conscription. Conscription. Thank you very much. Um, everyone had to go into the uh, into the armed forces if you were a male of a certain age. And mm-hmm. all of the Marx Brothers were of that age. Gummo, Groucho, Harper. Gummo? Gummo. Who the hell is Gummo? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember Gummo either, but there were five. There were five Marx Brothers. Gummo, Groucho, Harpo, Chico, and Zeppo, and they were doing a vaudeville act. <laughs> so, so, what, what, so it's gumbo. Wait, what is it? Gummo, G U M M O. God, how pissed must Gummo be that <laughs> all the other ones get all the all the glory? I'm Gummo Marx. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I've never heard of you, kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, the 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 Marx brothers' mother didn't want her sons to go to war, which I totally get. Right. Um, and there was a provision that you didn't have to go to war if you were a farmer. Well, the Marx Brothers were vaudeville performers. They were not farmers. But uh, they took this little moment to go and buy a farm. And they bought a farm in LaGrange, Illinois. And this is how Mark uh, Groucho described this in a book uh, 
when he wrote it. Uh, let's see here. I've got to find it for you. Um, the first day, we got up at five in the morning. The second morning, we dawdled until six. By the end of the first week, we slept until noon, which gave us enough time to catch the 107 train to Chicago to see the Chicago Cubs play. <laughs> and they became regulars at Wrigley Field, then known as Cubs Park, during the World Series year of 1918. So there is a Hollywood connection. Think about that when you watch your Academy Awards mm-hmm. this weekend. I just saw something that um, the the Academy Awards statues are made here in Chicago. I did not know that. Yeah, some little company on the southwest side makes the little statue. Well, here's a couple of movies. If you're, if you're looking for movies uh, that have Cubs connections to them, uh, A League of Their Own, mm-hmm. The Babe Ruth Story. The Blues Brothers, The Breakup, Elmer the Great, Alibi Ike, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Major League, The Natural, and The Relic, uh, 1997. Also, The Rookie, Taking Care of Business, The Winning Mm -hmm. Team, and uh, Ronald Reagan was in uh, The Winning Team. That was was the movie uh, about Grover Cleveland and Alexander. And there are TV shows, The Bob Newhart Show, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Gary Sinise uh, was in a bunch of stuff. There's uh, Monsters. And and Mr. Ed, too, right? Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed tried out for Leo DeRocher. Check it out. There's a clip on uh, on Just One Bad Century of him sliding. My favorite favorite scene is when he slides into home. And all you see. Yeah. Yes, exactly. All you see are his his front two legs <laughs> with the hoops crossing the plate. <laughs> uh, that's 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 good TV right there. There's well, also the a guy- whole scene in Punky or a whole episode in of Punky Brewster in which the Cubs go to the playoffs in 1984 and she is the whole the whole episode takes place at Wrigley Field. Um did you used to watch 24? Remember or actually, I think it's still on. The original 24 with Kiefer Sutherland. Yep, yep. There was a Cubs connection there, right? The the boss? Uh, the One of the, um, I don't know, investigators or people that worked with him, uh, with Jack Bauer, uh, always had a Cub cup. That's true. That's a, Coffee that, cup. That you probably read that. It just won Bad Century. No, I actually remember that because we used to watch. Yeah, I don't spend a lot of time on the Just One Bad Century site, I'm going to be honest with you. Really? Then you haven't yeah. seen the clips from The Rifleman? You haven't seen The <laughs> Undercover Boss starring Todd Ricketts? You haven't seen any of that? But now that the Cubs have won their little World Series, yeah. is, there, is the obsession going to be over with you? Or I mean, You know what you told me that is not true? You told yeah. me that once the Cubs won, that I'd, I'd feel like an emptiness. Like, it'd be like, yeah, is that all there is? I don't feel that at all. In fact, I have You're- days that I'm having a bad day, and and uh, and then I'll see like a like a cubby blue uh, shirt, or I'll see somebody mm-hmm. with a cub hat, or I'll, I'll go to uh, one of the grade school things, and I'll see all the all the youngsters are all wearing cub stuff now, and it'll just make my day. I'll, yeah, I'll just smile. You're, I'll, I'll, you're I'll still in the honeymoon the period. What? You're still in the honeymoon period. You know, talk to me in 11 years when you, you have were just saying seen... this to me like four weeks after the White Sox won the World Series. Yeah. You know, um, well, it, I mean, it was something that I had hoped for for, you know, whatever, 48 years or whatever. Well, whatever, 42 years. And uh, 
you know, they won it and it was great. And then, of course, six weeks later, I had twins. So yeah. that that took a little bit of the, you know, the 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 shine off of it. I love my kids, but obviously I couldn't really just dwell on the on the White Sox. Um, and then the next year I was still no, I was still pretty pumped for the good portion of the next year. But then they have just sucked so bad for yeah, the next I know. nine. So, well, that's not going to happen to me. <laughs> Yeah. All right. <laughs> I can't wait when it does. We go to our final segment of the day. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. This is the portion of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar and picks out a celebrity name. And these are all names of people that I have met. Uh, throughout my radio career and then i have to tell the story of how i met them and whatever happened so uh i actually have a story with this guy too is this the first one that we've had a uh dennis miller how how did you meet dennis miller um when was this this was probably mid 2000s um i was at a who concert at the world theater and dennis miller was in the next line getting a beer really yeah and i and everybody said hey dennis how you doing and he was very friendly and kind of waved to people and <laughs> that's pretty much it that's the story so is that the only time you've ever seen the who yeah, <laughs> yeah. um it was their farewell tour rick <laughs> yeah. is that the only farewell tour you've ever seen the who <laughs> well the last time they were in town i didn't even bother seeing them anymore yeah that's no. yeah me too that. no actually i did go I went, yeah, you I went with uh, my friend Doug. Mm-hmm. Called me Doug up and got Benson. me tickets. Yeah. One of the funniest Facebook guys on earth. Yeah, he's pretty good on, on Twitter, too. He's a, he's yeah. a good zinger. Um, yeah. All right, so here's my Dennis Miller story. I met Dennis Miller in the late 80s. I was uh, the producer of Stephen Gary's show, and at that time he was the Weekend Update guy on, on uh, Saturday Night Live. It was the beginning of his popularity, and actually – he was pretty huge. Do you remember how big oh, yeah. the show was in those days? Oh, yeah. That was the Dana Carvey uh, cast. He was yeah. no Charles Rocket. Right, right. I mean, this was he was legit, legit, legitimately no, he, big deal. Oh, yeah. And he was in town performing at Zany's for a whole week. And so I called up and got him on. And he was uh, in the lobby. And I was just about to go get him to bring him on the show. And one of the bosses at the loop pulls me aside and says, listen, Next week, Steve and Gary are not here. We need a guest host. Uh, ask Dennis to do it. And uh, uh, what if he doesn't want to do it? Tell him he can't come on today if he won't guest host next week. So what day of the week was this? Was this like a Friday? It was a Friday. Yeah. So they had not yet scheduled the guest hosts for next week, Steve and Gary? Correct. Correct. <laughs> And I, if I remember right, because this was my first, uh, that was one of my first years uh, on the show. I was like 24 years old. Huh. So I, it was probably my responsibility to book uh, <laughs> guest hosts, and I was failing miserably. You know how hard it is to get people to just come in and do a show like yeah, that? For free. Even, even people that are, you know, naturally gifted entertainers, mm-hmm. doing a four hour radio show is really hard. Mm hmm. Because we didn't play music or anything in those days. It was just talk show, and it was t- like a comedy talk show. But anyway, so I went out to the lobby, 
And I said, uh, hey, Dennis, listen, uh, next week, Stephen Gary are not here. I know you're here all week for at Zany's. Would you mind coming in and guest hosting the show? He said, the whole show? I, I said, yeah. He goes, no, I, no, I, no, I'm doing, I'm doing concerts at night. I can't do four and a half hours. <laughs> I can't do four and a half right. hours every day. No, there's no way. I said, well, um, well then, uh, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> what? Uh, Mr. Miller. Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> turns out that, <clears throat> <laughs> I said, well, you can't, I am not allowed to have you on today if you if you don't come in and guest host he goes you fucking with me <laughs> you know <laughs> so he left <laughs> he said no now i think we made up later and and everything was fine he came on the show a couple of times but I, i'll never forget that look on his face like you've got to be kidding yeah. me what are you blackmailing me <laughs> um do you remember who you did get to guest host the next week I believe Joe Walsh came in and did it. So he must have been living in the area, right? No. No, but Joe Walsh was the kind of guy like, hey, how you doing? You call him up. Hey, Joe, you want to come to Chicago next week and host? Yeah, sure. You guys just put me up, man. I'll come. And oh. and we did. Put him up, and he did a whole week. Uh, just the balls of your boss. Just well, think. you got to remember in those days, the loop was a big deal. We were yeah. the number one station. And I believe the way he pitched it was like, look, you're you're playing at Zany's. What do you got? 50 people in the audience, uh, you know, on the loop, uh, an afternoon drive. Hundreds of thousands of people are listening. And he's thinking, yeah, there's like 20 million watching Saturday Night Live every right. week. You know, I don't <laughs> right. yeah. I'm not coming in yeah. here for free. They pay me to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And then, I mean, well, he went on to do a radio show. Yeah, and it turns out later, he's great like on the radio. years later or something. He, right? he, uh, he had a syndicated radio show that was really popular. He's kind of like in the conservative media world now. Um, and I think he does a regular feature with Bill O'Reilly every week or something like that. That's so, a laugh riot, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Right. It's not as funny to me anymore, but... Uh, to conservatives they think he's great so there's dennis miller there's my story about dennis miller and one of my most shameful moments in radio if you like minutia man with rick and dave be sure to check out some of the other programs on the radio misfits podcast network like well this is uh, you're going to become a big fan of this podcast what is one of your favorite tv shows from the 90s oh boy uh um seinfeld Simpsons, no. uh, Twin Peaks, darker, darker. Twin Peaks. Twin Did you just say Twin Peaks? I Twin Peaks. Yes. Well, there's a podcast that I believe is going to debut in just a couple of days. Uh, it's called Wrapped in Plastic, and I didn't know what that was. Not a Twin Peaks fan, but do you do you know what the connection Wrapped in Plastic? Why? I, I believe uh, the body of Laura Palmer, the uh, the star of the show who never appears in the show, <laughs> right, was uh, wrapped in plastic. Correct. And, um, right. I think the quote was something like she's dead wrapped in plastic or something like that. Yeah. So wrapped in plastic will be debuting on the radio misfits podcast network in a day or two. Um, and you can get your twin peaks on because, um, I think that I assume that's all they're going to be talking about is twin peaks. Well, good. I'll have to check it out. Cause I'm not gonna be able to watch the show cause I don't have show time. 
Uh, and I don't think I can fly that one by the tower this they're, time. They're they're repeating Twin Peaks. Uh, they're they're it, no, it's brand new. Oh yeah, David Lynch is come come back. We're gonna like revisit Twin Peaks. They're doing a whole new series. Oh, so this one, I feel like an idiot. So this podcast is well, it's probably gonna encapsulate old and new Twin Peaks. I would assume. Well, I would think so. I mean, it does. It is one of those discussion subjects. I mean, I remember when I was at the Loop again when it was out, and Bob Stroud was a huge fan. We would always talk about. It. In fact, we talked about it in the hallway. Everybody at the station, mm-hmm. we all watch that show. That was a big deal when it came out. So I wish I could see it. I don't have showtime, so hopefully it'll be streaming somewhere. Uh, Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It has just moved to a better place. That's RadioMisfits.com. To find out more about Rick and Dave, check us out at EckhartsPress.com. That's our day job. Also, ChicagoAuthorSolutions.com if you'd like to reach us. You can drop us a line at MinutiaManPodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And Dave has been much more active on Twitter lately. Oh, I am Mr. Twit. You retweeted me the other day as, as Minutia Men. <laughs> Uh, Have you, you ever done that it, before? You know what I've noticed? That retweeting, yeah. less effort than actually coming up with your own tweet. Yeah. Piece you of know, cake. Just, <laughs> yeah, just, oh, look, oh my, I'm done. Just find something funny, retweet it, and then all of a sudden I'm the funny guy. There you go. Uh, special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with Opie Productions. We're distributed by Ed Silla, the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Both of those guys also on Twitter. You can retweet mm-hmm. them, Dave. And mm, we'll I, be I will. back again next week for another episode of... Manusha Man. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?